0: Listening to True G Radio. Turn up that dial.
1: Welcome to Faith Radio with your host, Doctor Daniel Merrick. The Lord, the Lord, the
0: Lord. But that's the translation, but that's wrong. No. The Lord is not the translation. It is uh, Yahweh or Yahweh. So that's his name, he who causes to be.
1: In other words, that's, that's God's name. So get your Bible, and get ready to study the word of Almighty Yahweh with Dr. Dan. Yeah. That's his name. It isn't Lord who has believed their message. And now, Dr. Dan.
0: Welcome to Faith Radio. I'm happy that you tuned us in here from all over the world to hear the broadcasts at Faith Radio from all over the world. You know, um, there is a scripture verse in the New Testament, or the Brit Hadashah, as we say in the Hebrew, which means the New Covenant writings. In Acts chapter 11, verse 26, in the King James Version, it says they were first called Christians at Antioch. If we go back to the root of that word from the Greek, and we see that it roots in the Greek word for Christ, which means Messiah in the Hebrew, which is Hamashiach. So our only logical conclusion would be that the word Christianos in the Greek is actually Messianos or Messianics. So they were first called Messianics or followers of Messiah at Antioch. That reference to the disciples in Acts chapter 11, verse 26. So when we look at this thing that uh, is written here and how a subtle deception when it comes into the King James Version from the Greek is laid in a foundation of the linguistics of words. And my study for many years and my doctorate is in biblical linguistics in studying the nuances of this. That's why I often can be found correcting people on Facebook and other social media sites when they say that there is this thing called Yashrael, which it isn't Yashrael with the AL at the end, it's Israel with the L for Elohim properly linguistically being replaced for the word deity or El or Elohim to be replaced with the proper word, which is the name of the Almighty Yah, from Psalm 68, verse 4. So what does it mean to be a Messianic? And as a Messianic, or a Nazarim, or a Nazarene, who follows the man of Nazareth, who was called the Nazarene, Yahshua HaMashiach, Yahusha our Messiah? when we look at this, and we see in the original Hebrew, we find nuances that are coming out that many people from all over the world are sending emails and questions and such about and talking about online in different groups like Messianic groups, Hebrew Roots groups, and uh, some of the so-called Christian Roots groups. The reality of it is, is the New Testament was written originally in Hebrew, and then it was translated into Greek, to minister uh, to the Greeks to spread the gospel in the Greek language, which was one of the most common languages at the time. In addition, they found translations in the Aramaic, and the Aramaic uses the word al, A-L, instead of E-L, L, -L for a deity, because they got that word in Chaldean, in Babylon, from the Babylonians' word for their deity, Baal, which originally was the shortened form of Baal-Zibab, or baal which is where the name Allah actually came from. So when we look at these places where the phonetics of words and the pronunciation of words are important, and they are pivotal in our relationship with Mashiach, because when we stamp the letter and we make out the address and we put the name on it, we want to make sure that the letter gets to the person we're intending to send it to. By the same token, when we pray, there is a Hebrew word, Yamein, which got shortened to just aman for "amen ra from the Egyptian language, which many men say the word Amon at the end of their prayer. Well, I'm not addressing my prayers to Amon ra or the false god deities whose names we're told we shouldn't even let come out of our mouth. But we only say them so that you can know where the roots of these words came from so that we can avoid saying the names of false deities and the names of false El that are out there. So they weren't called Christians at Antioch. They were called Messianics because they followed the Messiah who was a Jew, a Hebrew, and he was teaching the Hebrew law from the Torah as a means of an ethical and moral code, which we often call in modern times the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter 20. He wasn't teaching a new religion or a new way of worship or a new faith. He was teaching a new way of looking at the family of Yah. Called Israel, the people who are called by the name of Yah. And we have countless verses. You can search it in the Old Testament. You can search it where it says over and over again these people called by the name of Yah. Now, there are a lot of questions out there, and I've gotten questions and letters about the idea of who is truly Israel or Israel, who are truly the Hebrew people, who are the saved people, and and how is that determined? Because some people like to quote when Mashiach said, I came for the lost sheep of the house of Israel or Israel, and say, oh, well, this salvation is only to people who are born seed Hebrew Jews from the tribes of Israel. But yet, very clearly in Scripture, we see elsewhere that whosoever, even the stranger who is joined to you, as it says in Torah law, that stranger or that goyim, that Gentile who has added himself to Israel, who shall keep the law, he shall have the same law that you have, is what it says in Torah. It says, there shall be one law for both the stranger who dwells among you and for the native-born. So if a person is converted to Messiah, as it says in John 3, 16, whosoever believes, then they are joined into the Hebrew nation, the nation of Israel, and become part of the kingdom of Yah. And therefore, as a part of the kingdom, you are part of the family, you are grafted in, you are adopted a son or a daughter in the kingdom of Yah. So don't be confused by these confusizers, as I like to make up words all the time and call people by them. (laughs) Confusizers are out there, dissemblers, dividers, and the scripture says clearly, mark those among you who cause divisions. They're out there and they've got everything and, and, and absolutely nothing to talk about to distract you from the main goal and mission of your first love. Now, we look in Revelation chapter 2, it says very clearly, you have forgotten your first love. So when we see this, we must know that we must not forget our first love, our first love, Yahshua Messiah, and our first mission, which is a commission to go out into all the world, reach for the lost, reach out for the, those that need to get saved in Yahshua's name. Now I'm going to be right back after these messages and share more with you about who is Israel and who are the Hebrew people.
1: You can reach Dr. Dan, Dr. Dr. Dan, Dan and become his friend on MySpace at MySpace.com MySpace. MySpace. slash Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Merrick. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-M-E-R-R-I-C-K. Or on Facebook at Facebook.com Facebook. Facebook. Com com slash, slash Daniel W. Merrick. Facebook.com slash Daniel W. Merrick. D-A-N-I-E-L-W-M-E-R-R-I-C-K. And don't forget to join his free social network at yaws space y a h s space dot org. Yoss space.org. Yoss space.org.
0: hey, you can tweet me on twitter at twitter dot slash Daniel W. Merrick. When I was in the army, we learned about what EMP is, electromagnetic pulses. They can come from solar flares, lightning strikes, and even nuclear war. When a nuclear bomb goes off over a country, an electromagnetic pulse is sent out, and all electronic equipment is shut down. A few years ago, my house was struck in the power lines outside with electricity. It sent a electromagnetic pulse EMP into my home, and over $20,000 of my electronic equipment was destroyed. I wish back then I knew about EMP Shield. EMP Shield is a simple little device you can install in your car, in your breaker boxes, in your solar-generating equipment that will protect you from an electromagnetic pulse that comes from lightning strikes, solar flares, or nuclear explosions. EMP Shield is what I have in my house now to prevent me from having a loss like I did over $20,000 of electronic equipment. Simply go to yabible.org and click on the link that says EMP Shield at the bottom of the page. When you do, a a part of the proceeds of your purchases of EMP Shield for your car, home, and electronic equipment will go to Faith Radio Charity for use in our ministry. Thank you, EMP Shield, for being our sponsors, and thank you, our listeners, for getting EMP Shield protection in your home and car. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. And it shall be at that day, saith Yah, that thou shalt call me Ishi, and shalt call me no more Baali, For I will take away the names of Baalim out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by their name. Then they that feared Yah spake often one to another, and Yah hearkened, and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared Yah, and that thought upon his name. And they shall be mine, saith Yah of hosts.
1: The Yah Bible,
0: available at Amazon.com, your favorite bookstore, or www.thinkyah.com. Welcome back. I'm Captain Dan, the Calvary Man. Oops. No. (laughs) You know, we have so many titles and names in life in different denominations around the world. And uh, the scripture says, call no man your father, call no man your rabbi, for we have one father who is in heaven, and we have one rabbi who is Yahshua Messiah. So there is a lot of contention, argument, and disarray in the world of religion out in the world today by the titles and names and labels they call themselves. These people become so self-impressed and then they don't read the scriptures to know what is the right way to go or what are you actually trying to define. So, we define ourselves as Messianic Jewish or messianic followers of the messiah and the reason is we are a non-denominational non-religious non-sectarian non-organized but only organized by the heavenly father in his authority as he appointed and it says in the scriptures he appointed some to be apostles which is the same as missionaries today or church planners or congregation planners he, he appointed some to be prophets and pastors or helpers or elders and teachers evangelists, and these are the fivefold ministry that is in the Brit Hadashah, the New Testament. So our congregation, congregation Yahshua Messiah gathering, we called it that because we are the gathering of Yah. Almighty and Yahshua our Messiah unto the one true faith. The scripture says clearly there is one faith, one Heavenly Father, Yah, one baptism, one Messiah, and there's only one way, one truth, and one life. By the words of Messiah himself, he said it in the book of John in the Brit Hadashah or Yohanan. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. But if we look out in the world today, we see there's over 4,700 4, different Christian denominations. Then if we add to it the different sects and such of different other religions, you're talking about tens of thousands of different sects, denominations, and divisions of religion. Some people say, oh, well, Judaism only has one real... Religion, it's a well, no, that's not true. Judaism has the Hasidic, the Conservative, the Orthodox, the Reformed, uh, and the Reconstructionists, the Zionist, Reformed, and different kinds of denominations, just like Christianity. And uh, in Islam, we see there's three major sects the Sunni, uh, the Shia, and the Kurd. And so when somebody says to me nowadays, they go, are you a Christian? I have trouble defining what they mean by Christian and what the Bible means in the King James Version in the English when they called it a Christian when it actually was messianic. It was the word that was actually used in the original Hebrew translation. The Hebrew faith that began with Yah with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the 12 tribes of Israel, and was carried on through by the time of Messiah, had basically two primary sectarian divisions at the time, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, as we see in the New Covenant writings. The Sadducees were sad, you see, because they did not believe in the resurrection the Pharisees did believe in the resurrection. But there was another sect at the time that is rarely talked about and not found in scriptures, but found in the Dead Sea Scroll called the Essenes. They believed in the resurrection, and they were a more apocalyptic or more revelation-centered model of the Hebrew faith. They were separated from the Sect in Jerusalem that had control of the Temple Mount at the time of Yeshua, but they were many in different uh, locations around the area outside of Jerusalem. We found the ASEAN, uh archaeological site um, at the um, where they had a, a separate temple, a separate mikvah bath or baptismal, and a separate total uh, structure of teachers and leaders and such. And in the Dead Sea Scrolls, we see it says, it talks about the righteous one who was teaching and then the unrighteous ones that were teaching. So uh, what you want to label a person when you ask them what do you believe uh, isn't really a label of denominations and of Christianity or of any of the world religions. There are plenty of world religions out there. There is a religion in India that has a temple of uh, idols on it. It's called the Temple of 10,000 Idols. And from it comes the book called the Kama Sutra, which is more of a book about uh, um, uh, male and female copulation, to put it in terms that uh, uh, would be appropriate to say on the radio. And then it is a worship temple, but there were worship practices back in those days and still today of different sects and different religions that center their whole worship around uh, sexuality and around human uh, interactions and relationships rather than around the deitieship of our Heavenly Father, Yah and Messiah. So, I have trouble when someone says to me, "'Are you a Christian?' because i don't know which brand they want me to identify with is it the mormon brand the jehovah witness brand the baptist the regular baptist the southern baptist the church of christ that has music the church of christ that doesn't have music the church of the disciples of christ that is gone into apostasy the episcopalians that's gone into apostasy uh, the the lutherans that gone into apostasy the Catholics, which are full of idols. In fact, all these denominations in part, in some way, are full of idols and false doctrines and false teachings. So I have trouble identifying myself in my personal walk with Messiah, with a denomination or a religion or religious group. I've centered on my beliefs From my understanding, when the Spirit revealed to me, when I read Revelations chapter 2 in verse 6 and 15, where he says, the deeds and the doctrines of the Nicolaitans, the things that I hate. And then I went and looked it up in the Unger's Bible Dictionary and in the little Bible handbooks that I had gotten from the university I was in at the time for Bible college. And I saw it said, Nico, one who sets himself above Laotian or Laetan, the laity, the common people. So the definition was the clergy laity system, those who set themselves above the common people. Well, I didn't find anything in New Testament writings that said that we are to set ourselves above our fellow co-workers in the body of Messiah, to set ourselves above as the clergy versus the laity, the clergy who has power over the people. Um, but I did see a lot of co-workers, co-equal membership. Every part of the body fitly framed together, working together in concert to do the commissioning and will of our heavenly Father Yah, and to spread the gospel of Yahshua Messiah, the good news of the Messiah that came to show us the way, the truth, and the life to live righteous life, a sanctified life, to be purified over a period of time as we move forward toward the ends of our life, or toward the coming of Messiah, and that we would work and uh, reflect on our behavior and our moral and ethical code to follow the Torah law and the moral code therein, in Exodus chapter 20, the Ten Commandments. So, I had difficulty trying to identify throughout my life with, what are you? So, I kind of settled on this Hebrew roots Messianic Jewish belief. Now, what is a Messianic Jew? A Messianic Jew is a Jewish person or a Hebrew person from the 12 tribes of Israel who believes in Yahshua Messiah. They are a Messianic. They believe in the Messiah. They have followed the Messiah as given in Zechariah 6, take crowns, And put him on the head of Yahshua for his name is the name of the branch of the line of David who is to be the Messiah. Okay, so we follow both the old covenant and new covenant writings because the new covenant in the blood of Yahshua Messiah was an establishment of the old covenant in moral and ethical code for us to live by as a way of life and as a way of worshiping our Heavenly Father, Yah. So, to me, if I identify myself as Messianic, I identify myself with my seed roots, being of the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob from the 12 tribes of Israel, by my father from the tribe of Levi, and my mother from the tribe of Judah, and I identify with the Messiah, having been converted to him and believed and been filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized by immersion in his name and following after his teachings and ways. So I don't set myself above others as something to be uh, like a dictator over the congregation. I'm called to teach. I'm called to preach. I'm called to do the good works that I do for the glory of Messiah. But everyone that works with me is a co-worker in the body of Messiah. Now, the Gentiles will ask you, Well, what about us? Aren't we saved too? Aren't we called by him to be in the book of life and in the book of remembrances of those who call on the name of Yah? And yes, they are grafted in. But I refer back to Torah in that, in that if you are a Gentile and you're not of the twelve tribes of Israel, then you are going to be or you are of the 12 tribes of Israel because it says very clearly in Revelation that the angel of Yah, the messenger of Yah, the Malachim of Yah in the Hebrew, comes and gives them their tribal assignments. So the new covenant experience for the Gentile is that you're grafted in. If we go back to the Torah, it says very clearly, you shall have one law for the native-born or by the seed, and the same law for the stranger or the Gentile who dwells among you. So if you're grafted into the eternal kingdom, you're part of the Messianic Hebrew Israelite Israel faith of Yah that follows Messiah. It's the same faith that started with Abraham. It is led by the heavenly father Yah and the Rock HaKodesh, his Holy Spirit, And it is headed as our king is the Messiah. So we worship Yah and we follow the Messiah. We worship the Messiah only as our salvation and calling on his name for salvation according to the scriptures. So when these people try to dissemble, I call them the dissemblers, divide us by different denominations, by different concepts and philosophies, by different doctrines, and they ignore the doctrine of Yah from the Scriptures, we are told to mark those who cause divisions among you and do not fellowship with them. So we have decided to follow Yahshua Messiah, and and we can identify ourselves as Messianic and not be part of any denomination, any sect, any religious division thereof. We're just part of the one true congregation of Yah that exists in the whole world. Now, there was a man named Watchman Nee who came up with an idea and wrote a book called The Local Church, where he talked about the concept from Revelation chapter 2 of the congregations in the localities. And he started a fellowship called the local church that just basically went by the names of the cities and towns in the same way that Yahshua Messiah's first congregations were and as they're listed in the first few chapters of Revelation. It says the church of Philadelphia was in Philadelphia. Church of Laodicea was in Laodicea, and so on. So the local churches were the churches or the congregations of Yah entirely in that city or location. So there was no separation or division by denominations. And uh, when Watchman Nee wrote this back in the 1940s and, and, and in the 50s, and he was imprisoned in China and spent most of his life in China, but wrote many books and smog- and uh, people smuggled him out, they had to change his guards quite often because uh, he would convert them to Yahshua Messiah and then... They would have to convert them out uh the the guards change out the guards, send them to reeducation camp to relearn communism and to deny the messiah and put new communist guards in charge of watching him so uh it's a very interesting testimony of the life of the Chinese man who was converted to messiah watchman Ni. um so uh the the answer to the question is. Why do you de- Why do you deny Messiah by ascribing a name of a denomination, a division of doctrine rather than just following as it says in the New Testament, one faith, one Father, one Messiah, one baptism, one baptism, of the Holy Spirit, one congregation of yah worldwide The only separations we have is by locality. I am in the Smithport, Pennsylvania area. You're in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You're in Oregon. You're in Arizona. You're in Las Vegas. You're in wherever you are, but you're in the Philippines. Who who knows who the listener, where you're listening from right now, because I can't see through the internet and the radio broadcast to see where you're at. So, but you're in a locality. You're in a location, And you're still in the same congregation of Yah. You're still in the same congregation of Yahshua Messiah. You're still following after the truth. If you're gathering together under him, wherever two or more gathered in my name, there am I in the midst, the scripture says. So I don't like to get hung up on the labels, but I do like to identify myself as separate from what Revelation 17 and 18 calls Babylon, mystery, religion, the mother of all harlotry or false worship. These are the divisions, denominations, and religions of the world that deny the Messiah, deny the truth of the scriptures, and follow after a pagan uh, uh, idolatry in some way or some shape or false doctrine. And many of these sects or cults or denominations actually worship the people that established them and found their their group, and they go, oh, oh, so and so is here, Mister so and so is there, and I, I've I've even seen it with. I went to visit a Christian television station a few years back, and when we went there, there was the founding couple that founded that Christian television station, and all the pastors were there from the different. The denominations of Christianity in such a local area in the city where this was at. And um, and they were all like, ooh, it's so-and-so. He's the, oh, he founded the, oh, he's so. And it was like they look up to him and worshiped him more than they worshiped Yahshua Messiah. And they idolized this man more and set him more above. And that's the attitude of what I call the Nicolaitan system that it's called in Revelation chapter 2, the clergy lady system where they set this person up and idolize the person uh, because of their misguided doctrines that don't follow the truth of Yahshua Messiah. I'm not your father. I'm not your priest. I'm not your high priest. Yahshua is your high priest. Yahuwah in heaven is your father. This is what the scripture teaches. So we follow the messianic faith. That's why I call this faith radio, because there's only one faith. I follow a faith, not a religion. Religions are structured and made and created by men Faith was created by YAH. Abraham had faith in YAH. Isaac had faith in YAH. The disciples of Yahshua, the Talmudim, the followers of Yahshua, had faith in YAH. And Yahshua taught faith in YAH. He did not teach a religion. In fact, he said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Beware of these people who are wearing the long black robes, the big black Kazakh hats, like the Russian style, Eastern European style hats? Be beware of the guys with the little checkerboard square on their collar. Beware of these men in long black robes. I call them the long black robe priests of Baal, or the the the, the black robe priests of Baal, because the word Baal is uh, as a word for a deity in the Chaldean, as we've uh, said before, and it was interpreted as L-O-R-D in the in the New Covenant, or in the uh, in the Bible, in the King James Version. Uh, but it was actually to replace the four sacred letters of the name of Yah, or Yod-Heh-Uah-Heh, or Yod-Heh-Wah-Heh, which is the name of Yahuwah Almighty in, um, they replaced his name for Baal. And we find that in Revelation. It says, you have not replaced my name for Baal. You've kept my name and you've been faithful. So I want to keep his name. I want to be faithful. And so this modern move of the Roach HaKodesh is to follow the Messiah in faith. And that's why I identify myself as a Messianic Yahudim or Messianic Jew, a Yahudi. My mother was from the tribe of Judah. My father was from the tribe of Levi. I'm a Hebrew Israelite Messianic Yahudim. So if you want to put labels on it, that's the true labels. But it is the New Covenant and Old Covenant writings, as it's understood in Christianity, that we follow as our whole doctrine. We don't follow the creeds and doctrines of men. Revelation, uh, Romans chapter 2 says, the true Yahudim is circumcised in the heart. His praise is of Yah and not of men. So we don't praise men; we praise Yah. So don't be praising me and say, "Oh, that Dr. Dan is a wonderful guy. He's just—he's so cool." And I'm not the one you're supposed to be worshiping. Worship Yah, the Father. Worship Yahshua, Messiah there is where I place my cornerstone of faith in the name of YAH because it says there's one name by which we must be saved. So you have to consider in your life, do you want salvation in the name of YAH? Or do you want to be in one of the tens of thousands of different religious denominations and divisions of men where they have idols and symbols and stones that do not walk and silver and gold crosses and Things that are inanimate objects, materials, elements of the earth that are not deities. They are not the almighty Yah. The scripture says in John, Yah is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. He is an all-powerful, supreme being that created everything. So you want to worship Yah or do you want to worship an unpowerful, inanimate, Non-existent, non-real deity, idol, rock, doctrines of men or or living men uh, that that are going to pass away. For we are all going to die. That's what the scripture says. And after death, there comes the judgment day. So we have a limited amount of time on this earth to walk in the truth of Yah. So I encourage you, my friend. Say a prayer, invite Yahshua Messiah into your heart, believe on his name, believe on the name of Yahuwah Almighty, and ask him to forgive you of your sins and to help you to overcome, to live righteously, to follow the Ten Commandments, to follow the ethical code in the scriptures and the doctrines of Yah from Genesis to Revelation, to follow the truth, the way, the life, and to then get baptized by immersion, going down into the water completely and coming back out. It is a symbol of the remission of sins. It is, it is a part where we cleanse our bodies outwardly as a symbol of our inward cleansing by the power of the blood of Yahshua Messiah. Then be filled with the Roach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit of Yah, and go forth and keep your passion and love and joy of the Spirit of Yah to continue to preach the good news. Yahshua came He was a Messiah and he's coming back again. Believe on his name and get saved now for today is the day of salvation. I'm Dan Merrick for Faith Radio. I pray and hope that you will continue in the faith of Yah and that you will seek after Yahshua Messiah in all things. Now, my dear friends, I want you to stop by our websites at yahbible.org and check it out. We have a lot of good works and a lot of things we're doing. So we can't do them without your help, though. So in order to do the things that we have to do, we do need your prayers, we do need your support, and we do need your gifts, tithes, and offerings. Now, I can't do it all myself because I have a limited income. I spend a lot of my limited income on the work of Yah in different ways, in community service in community centers, in spreading the truth of the name of Yah, in spreading the truth of the scriptures, in spreading the truth of the Hebrew coming of the kingdom of Yah, where the 12 tribes will come into the kingdom of Yah. in the outer court, it says, is for the Gentiles at the temple in the new Jerusalem, Yer- And so, you know, we do a lot of work and a lot of things. And there are those that have been very faithful and we're grateful to them for their gifts and offerings on a regular basis that keep this broadcast going and that keep us preaching and teaching. that keep our website up at yahspace.org and yahbible.org and the other good works and community services we do also at merrickfoundation.org. So if you really believe in what we believe in and you want to follow the truth of Yahshua Messiah, then we ask you to pray and support us. Without your support, we can't do what we do. Uh, We have a limited number of days on this earth. And, you know, the scripture says, do not give your offerings everywhere that you see, but only in the place that Yah causes his name to dwell. There bring your tithes, your offerings, your sacrifices, and your vows. And so, when we look at this in scriptures, we see that we have to go to the place where Yah's name dwells. And, I don't see any really big ministries on the TV stations and such preaching the name of Yah and preaching the name of Yahshua Messiah. I don't see them talking about Yahusha Hamashiach or Yahshua Hamashiach. I see a lot of them talking about the JC word and a lot of other words that aren't his name. So when you're praying and considering a gift, please give to us where we preach the name of Yah, where Yah has caused his name to dwell so that we can continue to spread this good news in our mission field work, in our ministry, in our radio broadcast, on our website, and by reaching out to the world for Yahshua Messiah. Until next week, Dan, your brother, and Yah signing off.
1: This radio broadcast depends on the contributions of viewers like you. We appreciate your tithes and offerings and the gifts of our supporters and listeners worldwide. Without your kind gifts and offerings, we cannot reach so many with the good news of Messiah's love and salvation. To give your gift online, you can click the PayPal button at That's THINKYAH. Or visit our social network at yazspace.org. That's yahs space.org. Our goal is to continue to reach the world for Messiah, and your tax-deductible contributions are greatly appreciated and help keep this broadcast on the air.